0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash loss. That's plushcare.com slash loss. Hey guys, welcome to Steel Wars. I am comedian Steel Saunders and I do love Star Wars. Please enjoy this classic clip which is available in full at patreon.com forward slash steel wars. Hey you guys, welcome to Steel Wars. I am comedian Steel Saunders and I do love Star Wars. And each week I find someone of interest to talk about it with. And this week, you guys, I have hit the jackpot because I have the associate editor of Star Wars, The Force Awakens, Julian Smirk. How you doing, Julian? I'm really good, Steel. Thanks for having me on the show. Thanks for being had. I'm uh, very excited to get your insight. Now, uh, we met on perhaps, it's up there on one of the best days of my life. If people remember, we did the, the podcast up in Sydney where I went to see the IMAX preview and I actually got to interview Harrison Ford that day. So I saw was, that online. It was pretty hilarious. And if you haven't already, you can listen to that, all the goings on around that Sydney fan event on episode 71, day two, which is the day of the actual IMAX preview and the interview with Harrison Ford. It is... You get to pretty much... It's an audio diary of myself going through all these events as they happen. It It was um, very... Bizarre. The, surreal moment? It, the whole day was surreal. In fact, because the, the, you came up to me, we went to the IMAX preview and Disney put on this secret thing where we got to see nine minutes of footage and it was the Jakku uh, Millennium Falcon chase. And for some reason, you recognized me off Instagram and I... I was, like, a bit stunned because I'd just seen nine minutes of the new Star Wars film. And then Harrison Ford had come out and asked us not to tell anyone what was in the nine minutes. So, I was already having peak day. I'd met (laughs) BB-8 on television that morning. So, I was just... And then you come up and asked me what I thought about it. And you said that you worked on it editing. And I was like... (laughs) (laughs) on that film star wars you worked on star wars and you're like yeah and i'm like so you worked
1: on star wars (laughs) it's so funny like um before i actually went out to from la over to sydney for that event the at the time my one of my um uh people co-workers that i work with who sent me over was saying okay you're gonna have to go to australia you're gonna go to sydney and you know basically tech check this uh you know do a run through make sure everything's going to present really well for you guys on the day and um i was like kind of out of the loop here because we were so in mayhem at the time just trying to finish the film because there was so many things going on with the mix and you know last minute picture changes all that sort of stuff i was flicking through instagram looking at all the pictures and Mm -hmm. For some reason it just popped up in my Instagram feed Probably because it was a Star Wars thing And I saw you had posted the invitation to this event Yes So I actually copied the picture from your instagram and sent it to my co-worker and said is this what i'm doing in australia question <laughs> mark because he hadn't given me any information yet so you had the info before i did i'm always <laughs> leaking information to people at bad robot that is <laughs> it was kind of hilarious so when i when I, uh, I saw you there i was like i have to go up and say hi and and say thanks for the information <laughs> you were probably like who is this guy what's going on well i was with my TV
0: producer Rob McKnight, who produces the show I was working for, uh, Studio 10. And I was just like, what was that? What what was that dude about? (laughs) (laughs) And then you asked if I liked the clip. And I, I think I would have nodded and I actually afterwards just went outside and just started bawling.
1: It was oh really? It was oh my god too much. Wow you looked like you're in a daze but a good a good one. like you'd just seen pretty awesome footage and I you know I'm sorry to throw that question on you right after you saw the, <laughs> saw the nine or ten minutes of the movie for the very first time but it, you know it's always an interesting thing you know having worked on it for so long it's always good you know it's like the first introduction for us to get feedback from people and go did you like it is it any good <laughs> of and- course we thought it was good but you never know <laughs> yeah
0: well you definitely opened strong with that clip <laughs> and i couldn't work out why you'd be out as well but that explains it you're there to make sure
1: yeah it all ran smooth so they didn't do that around the world it was just they did actually um we do that on most films but we uh there was we sort of Uh, Divide and Conquer So JJ went to Korea And to Japan And then we had uh, Kathy Kennedy And Oscar Isaac And uh, Lupita Nyong'o Went down to Mexico City And so Another assistant uh, Brad that worked on Uh uh, the the film with us went down to Mexico City. I went to Australia, and uh, as as my co worker Ben always says, you know, we send you to Australia because you know you speak the language. <laughs> <laughs> um, so and, you know what a mobile phone is exactly, or <laughs> the other crazy lingo that we have down there, which baffles most Americans, which is hilarious. But um, and then there was another guy, Nate Orloff, uh, who went to. Um, the Asia region, you know, to do that. So, we, like I said, we've kind of divided and conquered. And how was it, you know, I'm sure, you, like, that scene
0: would have taken months and months and months to put together. How was it to watch people watch it for the first time?
1: Oh, my God, the, the audience reaction in that room... Uh, for one of the first times that anybody had ever seen anything um, uh, It was just truly amazing to get that response I mean, the, the funny thing about it is We screened the the trailer that was already online It had already been out pe- Everybody, the world had seen the trailer But we started screening the trailer And right as the Lucasfilm logo comes up Before any of the trailer even starts There's this massive round of applause You were there, you you heard it all And then right when the trailer finished Somebody yells out Play it again. (laughs) I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, I do. And then instead of playing it again, we play the nine, ten minute reel, which hopefully was a better thing to do because it's new footage for people to see. I was really
0: confused because I was like, are they just going to show previews? Am I I overhyped what we're seeing right now? Because it was very mysterious what we'd been invited to. And then when it started, it was... And to go in like midway through the film,
1: it was... Intense. Yeah, it's it's that's true. I mean, we. I, I'm pretty sure that uh, JJ picked that clip very purposefully to, you know, not give away too much. Give like a nice uh, introduction to the new characters in the film, at, you know, with Finn and Ray, and then have a nice, awesome sort of action set piece that's a really fun ride that people can just sort of get hyped up about seeing the film. Yeah. So it was an it was a good chunk of stuff to uh, to show everyone. Oh, I was perfect.
0: Like, you know, it was funny, good interaction, and then the Falcon reveal was just...
1: (laughs) That's great. (sighs) That garbage over there, right? Yeah, it was
0: was the best. Now, you're from Australia, you're from Perth, which for our worldwide listeners is where Melbourne and Sydney is. Uh, Perth's on the other side of Australia, and there's a giant desert in between, and it's known as the most isolated city in In the the world. That's true. And... You're over now here in America and you've worked on, you know, Star Trek Into Darkness, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol, Super 8, Star Trek, Mission Impossible 3, and we won't go into it, but the hot chick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, let's talk about that. We can talk about that that film for like an hour. but um, It's a whole nother podcast. I... You know, that is a. You, you
0: essentially looked out to the sons of Tatooine and went to the big smoke. How did you get from Perth? Like, for me, yeah. you know, we we're talking about before, you know, my, my wife Jacqueline's out here working and stuff. I admire anyone that can pack up their life and. and and have a shot yeah uh how did you make it from from perth to santa monica
1: well the short version of that story is uh my wife and i left perth back in 99 long time ago and we just wanted to travel see the world and so we spent as us aussies like to do because we're the island in the middle of nowhere that you know once you get out see the rest of the world you want to keep going before Mm -hmm. you come back um so we ended up doing this big You know Huge stint of travel uh, For about Seven or eight months Back then With a final destination Being Vancouver, Canada We knew that before we started because we can get working visas part of the british commonwealth kind of thing so we ended up in canada working there for about a year and that was our introduction to the film industry we were on set pas various different movie features and tv shows and movies of the week Um, and it was like every horrible job wrapped up into one job it was like security standing in crew park it was like you know physical manual labor it was like garbage detail and you were sort of there at the beginning of the day and at the end of the day and so it was really long days and ridiculous and and just to fill in what everyone's thinking (laughs) sanitation exactly yes yes i kind of did finn's job in vancouver um (laughs) and then um we came back down uh after after vancouver for a year or so uh my wife Kristen Young and I came down uh to LA to pursue you know more film work but tried to see the other side of it and see the post-production side and that's where we really fell in love with doing this uh you know doing the editing work here because it was definitely the place to see a film come together like Mm -hmm. being on set is not very glamorous you know not that we were after a glamorous job at all but it was just uh you see the the sort of, you know, grips and the lighting people and the rigging and all that stuff. And it's not very creative. Um, It is for the department heads, everybody on set. But for us, it was like, wow, it's kind of going to be a long, hard slog to get there. And we're only here for a year. So we got to figure out a different way to do this. And so we moved down to Los Angeles and um, pursued post-production and editing and basically, you know, started in features and then uh, worked out that all the, uh, you know, working in feature films is the way to go because you get to see the film made and and see it come together with all the visual effects and music and telling stories. It's really, you know, it's like being a kid in a candy store and you see the movies come together. Well, I find it
0: surprising that you've sort of worked your way up to be, you know, an associate editor with no training like well, and not
1: even a, a goal to be that that's uh, interesting um the goal kind of was to be that i mean i'm still sort of working on that goal i'm still wanting to be a film editor and edit feature films and you know edit anything really the funny thing is like i never did that at uni or anything like that i, I always I, my actually my background was music i studied music and then did a sort of a, a left or a right turn and, and ended up doing film work just because you know doing the music thing was such a hard Thing as well and and i never figured out how to make money doing that so you'll know, make a living so doing the editing work was you know basically you learn on the job here you start in sort of a very low position a, a production assistant position and uh which is great it's a good learning ground you get to learn you know everything along the way and then slowly progress up up the chain of command so to speak mm-hmm. and get it and then once you become an apprentice editor you, it's a union position so you get slightly better pay and then you can become an assistant editor and so on and so forth and there's just a progression there that it takes time and and there's a lot of other departments that, that there's different requirements for how long it would take but with editing it's it's definitely something to I, you know for me it was something that I learnt on the job you, mm. you can definitely go to film school and you'd be way ahead of me where I started when if you had done that. But uh, for me, it was just my path, I guess.
0: Yeah. So, I guess you've worked your way out from like bringing coffees to people. Exactly right. To now where you're almost at a point where you can throw it back in their face because it's not the right temperature.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would never do that. But but I could. <laughs> exactly right. Maybe I should do that. Maybe it would get me further faster. <laughs> um, <laughs> to hear
0: the